Hello and welcome to the Podcast Review Podcast. I'm your host, David Elder, an associate professor of writing and rhetoric at Morningside College. Every week on the podcast, I will review a different podcast and talk about its usefulness in a college classroom. If you want to help out the podcast and make it more visible on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it if you'd take a minute and review the podcast. Seriously, it just takes a minute or two. Also, please subscribe. This week, I am reviewing The Mental Illness Happy Hour. That is quite a title, huh? I only listened to four episodes this week, but this time I'd like a little credit. They are all two and a half hours long. Before I launch into my review, I want to say that I chose this podcast for a couple reasons. First, I think it's important to discuss mental illness in higher education. A Psychology Today article from 2014 states that one in every three college students experience prolonged periods of depression. 30% of college students think that a mental health issue is negatively impacting their schoolwork, and roughly 50% of college students received no mental health education before reaching college. It's not a stretch to say that mental health issues are reaching crisis levels among college students, and I think it's crucial that students are educated on these issues. Second, I chose this podcast to review because it's a topic that hits close to home. I was diagnosed with depression about seven years ago, and I think one of the most important things I do as an educator is help destigmatize mental health issues. I'm a fairly normal adult with a fairly normal life, and I'm a fairly high-functioning individual. Many people are surprised when I tell them I'm depressed because I've, I'm always cracking jokes and I don't fit the stereotype of what a depressed person looks like. But anyone who's educated on the subject of depression knows depression isn't all about sleeping all day or watching Law & Order reruns for 10 hours because it's raining outside. Sure, that's part of it, but that's only a small fraction of life with depression. In addition to my normal depression, I had to go through a year of PTSD therapy after a pair of dogs decided that I looked like a tasty piece of meat a couple years ago. I was just walking down the sidewalk, going to work, when they tackled me and started eating my legs. After that, I was scared to go outside. I had difficulty even hearing a dog bark, which is hard to escape in a family-friendly neighborhood, and sleep was next to impossible. However, I try to be an example for students of someone who has tackled the issue head-on, received help, continued to struggle, but constantly acknowledged the problem and worked through it. I recommend the college counseling services to entire classes of students, not because I think they all need therapy, but because I know that, statistically, a third of them probably will. I share my stu story with students when they share their mental health issues with me. I try to be an advocate, and I know that talking about these issues openly and without shame is sometimes half the battle. Finally, I chose the Mental Illness Happy Hour because it's hosted by a comedian. I'm already getting uncomfortable talking about something this heavy for this long, but I found that comedians know how to relate to humans in profound ways, and Paul Gilmartin makes mental health issues relatable. Gilmartin might be a familiar name if you were an avid movie watcher in the 90s. He was one of the co-hosts of the popular TBS show Dinner and a Movie, where he had a co-host and they would go through the process of making a dinner to accompany a movie during the commercial breaks of a well-known movie. He's a funny guy and you should check out his stand-up too if you have the chance. He approaches the podcast, though, with the utmost seriousness. Gilmartin has a history with depression and substance abuse, and many of his guests on the podcast are comedians. However, even all these comedians know that mental illness is no laughing matter. Okay, sorry. That was just such a perfect line, I couldn't pass it up. And thankfully, it's not even true. While the discussions of the, on the podcast are deadly serious, Gil Martin approaches each subject with a comedian's sharp wit. Have you ever seen a comedian deal with a heckler? How they get angry, talk to the heckler like they're an idiot? 
then use their intellect and comedic genius to make the heckler feel guilty while also laughing along with the rest of the crowd at their own idiocy? Well, that's how Gil Martin approaches mental illness. Like it's a heckler. He and his guests talk to and about mental illness like they're the hecklers of humanity. He does make sure, though, to point out that he is just a comedian. There is a disclaimer at the beginning of the show that says, quote, This show is not meant to be a substitute for professional mental counseling. It's not a doctor's office. I'm not a therapist. It's more like a waiting room that doesn't suck, end quote. And if Gil Martin didn't point this out at the beginning of the, each episode, I wouldn't recommend it at all. He is serious about people seeking professional help for their mental health issues, but he thinks the work he does on the podcast is important because it shows the listeners that mental health issues are part of life, and it's possible to be honest about them, destigmatize them, give the people who struggle with them a voice, and often the people who come on to talk about their struggles are people we recognize. He's done episodes with successful comedians, Vietnam vets, Holocaust survivors, respected doctors and therapists, and even some of his listeners. These are the types of people we all know, and this helps destigmatize mental health issues even further. The four episodes I listened to were episode 191 with Matt Oswald. He's Patton Oswald's brother and absolutely the funniest man on Twitter, seriously. Check him out at Matt Oswald VA. I listened to episode 195 with Todd Glass, the comedian who famously came out on Mark Maron's podcast. This episode was particularly fun to listen to, as Gil Martin and Glass are old friends, and they spent part of the episode just, as they put it, quote, busting each other's balls, end quote. This one is a great example of how a comedian can add some lightheartedness to such a serious subject matter. I listened to episode 263, titled Therapists Have Issues Too, an episode with therapist Erin Fox Bisher, who talks about her own struggles with depression as a mother and a therapist. And finally, I listened to 271 with Sandra Sexner Doherty, which, as I'm sure you can tell by the name of the guest, was about mental illness revolving around sex, as well as Doherty's own struggles with depression. As you can see just from the four episodes I chose, the mental and emotional topics covered on the show vary widely. Gilmartin really tries to make sure all mental health issues are represented. I chose the episodes I did because I really like Matt Oswalt and Todd Glass as comedians, and I've always wondered how therapists deal with their own issues, and I saw the word sex and downloaded that episode immediately. And I actually ended up with some fairly light-hearted episodes. I mean, there were some pretty dark parts in all of them, but Gilmartin has also done episodes about PTSD, rape, incest, pedophilia, anorexia, just to name a few. These episodes don't contain much of the levity you might expect from a comedian's podcast, but they shouldn't. Gilmartin is deft in his approach to each subject, and he really does a great job putting the guest at ease, though their stories sometimes bring him as a host to tears. I think this podcast has a very important subject matter, but to use it in the classroom, I think we as teachers would need to be very careful in our approach. I think the disclaimer at the beginning of the podcast might not quite be enough for students. For example, as I said at the beginning, 30% of college students think that a mental health issue is negatively impacting their schoolwork. The last thing some of these students need is to be reminded in a very graphic way of the pain they're experiencing. I understand what a PTSD-induced panic attack feels like, and for me it was triggered by something as simple as hearing a dog bark. I can't imagine listening to two-and-a-half-hour podcasts about someone else's experience going through that same nightmare. So, I think it would be important to carefully select episodes and possibly have some method for students to contact you about topics they wish to avoid because of past experiences. Having said that, I think one of the things this podcast could do is help educate all students on mental health issues. 
There are a lot of episodes with healthcare professionals, so those could possibly be assigned just to help students understand mental health. However, I could also see this podcast being very helpful in a psychology or counseling class. Rather than having students read a case study about a specific disorder, a professor could assign a podcast where the guest struggles with the disorder and have students write a case study based on the interview on the podcast. There's a class here on campus at Morningside called Abnormal Psychology, and I think some of the topics covered on the show would be perfect for that. Or even developmental psychology, because many of the guests discuss their experiences as children. Also, since development isn't just as children, episode 17 with Jesse and Lee Thorne, a father and son, could be really interesting as they discuss mental health at their respective ages and how Lee's PTSD affected the way he parented. I could also see this podcast as a valuable resource for education classrooms, especially for those studying special education. There are quite a few people on the podcast who come on to talk about their experiences with ADHD, autism spectrum disorder, and social anxiety. This could give future teachers a more in-depth look at the types of students they will be teaching and hopefully provide some insight into how they think. I couldn't recommend this podcast more highly. It is so heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time. And it opens up important conversations that many of our students need to have or to hear. However, I want to reiterate that the way you introduce this podcast to your students might be just as important as the podcast itself. Cover your bases and be respectful. But also, enjoy Gil Martin as a host. And that wraps up today's episode. As always, I want to thank you for listening. If you have feedback about the podcast or a podcast recommendation, you can reach me on Twitter at David E. Elder. I want to thank Von Donahue, owner of the design firm Destination Graphic, for our logo. The Podcast Review Podcast is produced by Zach Scheneker. Finally, sorry Joel, maybe next time. <laughs>